Hey guys, welcome. We're your hosts, Hayley Young and Amy Keeble. Our heart is to encourage you, add joy to your life and be a small reminder that you're not in this crazy motherhood journey alone. We have each other and most importantly, we have God every moment, every day. This is our village. Happy one year of the podcast, Amy. Oh, no. How exciting. Yes. One year. In so many ways, it doesn't feel like a year and in I other know. ways it does. But I yeah. think, yeah, I was surprised when you said, Haley, it's a one year. <laughs> I know. It's kind of snuck up on us. And I think I totally agree with you. In lots of ways, it feels like it's really flown. And mm-hmm. in other ways, I feel like we've been doing it for years. And there's mm-hmm. just so many people we've spoken to now that it's like, how can it only be one year of episodes, but here we are one year in and how exciting. And I mean, (laughs) what, what a year, what a year it was as well. It's just like out of all the years, Yes, what a year 2020 was. So there we go. And do you think you could call it an anniversary or a birthday? Oh, I was calling it an anniversary, but I want, I wonder if birthday is more appropriate. What would you when say? When I got on stories the other day, I started talking and I thought, I don't know if it's a birthday mm. or an anniversary. Um, so then I used both words. Yeah, I think both are applicable, but birthday is kind of cute because it really was the birth of a, I guess like all our prep and stuff felt like a bit of a pregnancy mm. trying to get it all ready. And then we birthed it. We launched, that's a very strange picture. <laughs> Have in our heads. But yeah, either way, it's either a birthday or an anniversary or the anniversary of its birthday. I think both of them work. Both are good, yes. Mm-hmm. But and it's a special episode today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we have our mums joining us. Yeah. And it is Mother's Day this week. Mm-hmm. So that is why we have them join us and because we wanted them to join us yes, a year yes. ago, pretty much. <laughs> Did not work. No, the episode didn't record properly, but now they are with us. We recorded yeah. again and we're excited to share this mm. episode. Yeah. And honestly, I think the episode itself um, turned out not better than the first one because it was beautiful talking to them the first time, even though it didn't record properly. But just having this year to reflect on with them, especially with COVID and that kind of thing, I think it was really beautiful to be able to reflect again. It's almost mm-hmm. bookends for us, but you guys don't get to hear the first part. But it was a really lovely chat. We're mm. super, super excited to be able to share our mums with you, especially for this week of Mother's Day and this special week for the podcast. And yeah, we hope you guys enjoy it. Yes. And for a little sneak of um us growing up with our mums you should check mm. out our instagram posts yes you um, should with some photos enjoy listening welcome mothers we have a very exciting episode tonight where we get to re-interview our mums yes who we actually interviewed last year and we had hoped to release it as a mother's day episode last year but something went wrong with our sound it was very early on and we were still learning. I don't even know what went wrong with our sound. But how great was it for us that it was with our mums and not another guest? Yeah, yeah, the episode that didn't work happened to be with our mums, so the they were very episode. gracious. Yeah. yeah. So we thought it would be good coming up to our one-year anniversary as a podcast and up to Mother's Day to re-interview the people that brought us into the world and who we would not be here without. So thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us. Welcome. Yes. Thank our you. pleasure. <laughs> So can we start with you introducing yourselves and your family to us, which obviously we are a part of, but uh, mum, do you want to go first? Sure. So my name is Beth and uh, I'm married to Pete and I have three children, Hayley being my eldest, 
and then I have Tom and then Nick and I'm the very proud Nana of two little boys. One very fresh little boy who is currently resting very comfortably on you. That's right. Yeah, he's snuggled in. He's at this stage, Will is three and a half weeks, so ah. such a joy. You might... <laughs> that was he just time. made the perfect noise, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and Andrea. Okay, my name's Andrea Matheson. I'm the proud mum of four children. Amy's my oldest as well. Then I have um, Matthew and then Katie and Chrissy and three gorgeous grandchildren, which I adore. Charlie, Hunter and Elodie. Mm -hmm. That's right. Thank you for being with us today. Yeah. Let's talk about the real loves of your lives, both of whom you have mentioned already. <laughs> your grandchildren, that you're very welcome for. <laughs> <laughs> How have you found becoming grandmas? Shall I go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, I think when you're raising your own family, things are obviously very busy and you girls are experiencing that. Uh, right now and I think as a as a grandmother or as a nana or a nanny as I like to be called um, you get to see the wonders and the joy of how they develop and uh, and every day is like they are just the smartest brightest uh, <laughs> child and of course we're not seeing too many uh, uh, Hayley's eldest is two years of age and I'm not seeing many other two-year-olds to compare <laughs> it to uh, but it is such a joy and uh, and to watch watch him grow and, and just see how the world is, is just incredible. And we're having a bit of a giggle before because he's just realised that um, his grandpa um, and myself have other names besides <laughs> Pa and Nanny and Nan and he started to call us Pete and Beth. So we're having a bit of a giggle at, <laughs> giggle at that. And then and then um, young Will is in my arms right now and you look at just at God's creation of how they produce these most incredible little human beings. And, I, you know, I'm in awe of how his little ears are and his hands and his fingers and, uh, and just this incredible instant love. And I was explaining to my kids, particularly when Will came into the world three and a half weeks ago, that this is how your mum and dad loved you. You know, you, you, you we laugh about being big buff heads, but uh, being adult people now and you you, you don't remember the, or ex, uh, that experience of the love that we had and your grandparents and your, your aunts and uncles in all of that. So it's such a special time and uh, so feel very grateful and very blessed. Mm. Well, um, becoming a nana is my name. Um, mm -hmm. was a real joy just to be able to um, love. My job was just to love the children. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have to discipline them <laughs> too much. Um, I don't have to, you know, do the hard work of getting them up and dressed and, you know, too much either. <laughs> Unless um, we dump them with you for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just it's just fun to love them and, and they love me, which mm. I, I'm always amazed about, and we just have fun. Mm. We, we muck around, we wrestle Today I had two boys wrestling me on the couch. And oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> my, my hair was a mess when I got home. <laughs> I actually had three of them wrestling, but the boys were the worst. But, yeah, it was just, yeah, a lot of fun um, and they're just a joy. And, and I was amazed at how much I loved Charlie when he came. He's the oldest, just looking at him, and I just loved him. Um, and then Hunter and then Elodie, you know. Um, you don't 
you don't fathom how you can love more than one as much as you, you know, when the next one comes along, you, you worry that you might not love them as much, but you do. Yeah. It, your heart just gets bigger and bigger. Mm. So, I'm really yeah. intrigued by that dynamic of, like, it's not your child and how, because I know that I love my kids when mm. they come out straight away. I'm like, oh, I, oh, like, obviously I love my child, but I'm so intrigued by being, like, a grandparent or an aunt and uncle, like, that dynamic of loving someone who's not your child. I just mm. think it's really, it's beautiful, but mm. it's so interesting how it trickles down. Mm. Mm. It's still part of you. So. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I've never thought about that. Have you actually thought that? Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. It just, yeah, I think because it's always, well, it's not always obvious in very sad cases, but, like, Mm. parents love their kids. That's just a natural thing. But Mm -hmm. when you think about your parents loving your kids, Mm -hmm. it's really interesting. Mm. Beautiful, interesting, not weird. You're a deep thinker. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Thank you. (laughs) So what has it been like seeing us become mums? Mm. Maybe Andrea, you can go first, seeing your firstborn become a mum. Um, I, I think I was a bit nervous about it the first time round. Um, not not that I didn't think you would do a good job, Amy. It's just that um, I knew how hard it was going to be and, yeah. The I reality of it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but you, you've just done an amazing job. Um, you're actually a very good mum. I'm you. very proud of you. Um Thanks and you're very patient and you love them and you really try hard to parent each child to their personality mm. and that's hard work, you know, especially when they they can be totally different to each other and need totally different things. So, yeah, that that's just been a real joy. So you've done a good job. So when you say you're a bit worried, you only said... I think when I was a few weeks away from having him about how it's scary seeing, or you worry more, I think, seeing me become a mum than you becoming a mum. I was like, mm. I had no idea you thought yeah. that. Should yeah. I be more worried? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're going this pain. Yeah. I realised too that, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you, you're going through this thing that we mm. can't be part of. Yeah. I mean, you know, physically. Yeah. We can't take it from mm. you. We can't help you yeah. really. With I it. was thinking about that, so. like literally the birth thing, because I was like, you know, when your kid hurts themselves, that's mm. like sometimes it's just annoying because you've told them to stop doing the thing 50 times and they hurt themselves. <laughs> but sometimes it's really hard to see because, I mean, it's always hard to see them mm. hurt themselves. Mm. But I remember when I was going into labor and we messaged and said that I was having a cesarean, I remember dad being really relieved. And I was like, why is he relieved that I'm mm-hmm. having a cesarean? This is so weird to me because mm-hmm. I'm getting cut open mm-hmm. and he's relieved. But then I realized there's so much more, I mean, you know, cesareans versus natural birth, there's lots of different aspects to it. But mm. I think in his brain, he was like, it's controlled. It's like, she won't have to have that intense pain the same way. I think he just was like, mm-hmm. doesn't want that pain for me. And then I was thinking about that later and it must be so weird to watch your child mm-hmm. have that or not watch them because, you know, maybe mm. not in the room. But, but knowing. But knowing that they have to go, and especially having gone through it yourselves, knowing that's coming up, like that's like. Yes. I did offer to go in the room if you, but you wouldn't have me. <laughs> it's not because I don't love you. <laughs> I felt the same way. <laughs> I, I, whether it was the body language or some sort of, I knew not to ask, but I, I would have asked Andrea. <laughs> well, I just laughed. I asked. asked yeah. Um, I think I've almost, I think I've almost browbeaten my um, daughter-in-law. <laughs> 
She's That's even to worse, no Mum. <laughs> don't do that to her. I know. Maybe don't. You jokingly, you, you jokingly asked, but 110% if I had said, oh, yeah, actually, you would have been like, all right, I'm Oh, there. yes, definitely. <laughs> don't I have would. to offer I would twice. love to see one of my grandchildren being born. I now feel that, like, for my kids. Like, yeah, I totally yeah. get that. At the time, I was like, no. Oh, no. Good yeah. grief. No. And I understand. <laughs> I wouldn't want my... Any of my <laughs> anyone no. to to experience. <laughs> I, I think what happens is that when you become mums, you have a better capacity to understand what your mums go through. We um Hayley had very strict instructions when she was having Parker not to call the hospital. And uh and so I knew that she was being induced. Mm-hmm. I knew that not she, for you not to call. Yeah. For me not to call the hospital. And, and but we, isn't it interesting, Holly? I never knew why she didn't want me to call the hospital. Um, well, I, and I didn't want you to check in with us. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Don't check in with how things are going. That's right. And, and I, and I, I think I understood that part of it. Well, you know, she'd been induced at 7am in the morning and by 6pm we'd heard nothing. And and so I'm saying, you know, if she was having her appendix out, you know, I'd be allowed to call. This is just not right. And and my husband's saying, well, she didn't tell me not to call. And in the end I called and I said, I'm just, you know, ringing, inquiring about my daughter, Hayley. And she said, hang on. And with that, she went into the the birthing. Because it unit. turns out it was a friend that answered oh, the phone that worked at the hospital. That's like, I know where Haley is. And she Hayley, says, "Your mum's on the phone. Are you doing okay? <laughs> Why did she call?" <laughs> I told her not to call. And so she came back and she said, "The baby hasn't been born, and they'll ring you when the baby's born." So I still didn't get any. Um, type of clarity on how she was traveling and uh, and it was only after Parker was born that we unpacked that about um, all of that and and even when we came to see you that night in the hospital I said to Pete I'm you know I can't wait to see the baby but I want to see my baby (laughs) and after she just had all that time in labor and then an emergency cesarean and um and, uh, and so it was good to talk about it because sometimes we can create a story that's not the accurate yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know whether she was just trying to be difficult or just <laughs> controlling the situation. But you talked about afterwards that your focus wanted to be in giving birth, not whether this person was on the mm-hmm. phone or that, which was absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. fair or enough. Or just not thinking someone else is thinking about the what's going on and yeah. um, feeling... War- not worried, but then wondering what they're thinking about the whole situation. It was like, let's just focus on this and you'll yeah. hear the good news mm. at the end. That's yeah. right. That's right. But it was just taking way too long. <laughs> I know. Well, Because yeah, Amy went in at six to have her Caesar. We heard that she was going in. They knew I was going in to yeah. the opera and at, at 6pm. Yeah. 10 o'clock we hadn't heard. And so oh, I've wow. got Blair's mum on the phone with me and we're going, and we haven't heard. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard? No, we haven't heard. And, and we're going, and she's, and, and we go, well, they should, we should know by now. Mm. And I think, oh, something's something's wrong. So I drove to the she hospital. She went in, yeah. But the mercy had all been <laughs> shut off. So I'm sitting in the Austin's foyer <laughs> feeling stupid, not really knowing what to do. But my baby's upstairs, yeah. as you That's said, right. having a baby or an uh, operation, and I haven't heard. And anyway. And I totally get that. Like, as a mom, I really yeah. do. You didn't see us. 
No. Blair sent you home. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and he... Dad was there too, didn't he? Oh, turned no, no. up as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, Dad turned up as well. But I didn't know he was there. <laughs> <laughs> they both just were like, that's it. <laughs> so I get it as a mum. I do. Yeah. But this time was much, much easier from from that perspective. And and it does well, go. Here <laughs> yeah, you had a two-year-old <laughs> to distract me. I, I, I had a two-year-old to distract me. Um but it does go to show how important it is to communicate because if Hayley had explained that to me, I could have said to the person that I spoke to, please don't disturb them. I just want to inquire about is, is, she, is, she, is she doing okay yeah. and, uh, and then go from there. But moving on to, to the fact about what's, what is it like watching you be a mum, oh, my goodness, it, it's another layer of joy yeah. and, and I marvel at your capacity um, with a with a two year old and how you engage with him and it, it, that as is equally just the most wonderful thing and uh, and people are particularly when you have a new baby people are saying how is Haley going I said she's incredible mm-hmm. and uh, um, and she focuses on what needs to be focused on her two year old and her baby everything else comes second to that mm-hmm. and uh, I don't mean your husband but, um, <laughs> that's but, uh, but you know like. A it doesn't matter if there are toys on the floor or dishes in the sink. And uh, um, and if you can raise your children feeling secure and very loved, and that's the most significant thing, is it? Yeah. Isn't it? About how incredibly special they are and you, unique they are and, uh, um, and, and how much we love them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, of course, when I'm, I'm looking at young Will now, he's sort of got a windy smile at <laughs> Um, and it is the miracle of what God has created and the joy of family, isn't it? Mm. Um, it's, uh, it is very, very special. Again, with the perfectly timed noise, he totally <laughs> agreed with you then. It's like, <laughs> yes, no. Yes, no. Yeah. So we, we were talking a little bit about this next question before we were recording, but how are things different for mums today than they were for you guys when you became mums? And I'm sure there's way too many things to list them all but mum what about you um well as we said before the resources you Mm. have so many books Mm. um that you can read and so many podcasts you can listen to (laughs) and so many you know um I almost think there's a bit too much because I think it might be a little bit confusing um Mm. for people who are looking for information because you can almost always find one saying one side and one saying another side and um so when, you know, I was a young mum, um, I didn't have any support, family support or uh, with Amy because we moved country and then with Matthew we moved states um, and Katie I probably had more support and then Chrissy I had more support. But, um, yeah, it was it, you just had to go it alone and mm. make your mistakes and, yeah. Go off the information you're given. yeah. And just, I suppose, one thing I think we learned maybe more than the, this generation is to go to trust their instincts or just to mm. trust that, you know, if the baby's fed and clean and, you know, sleeps, and then that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so There's definitely um, a lot of voices now that yeah. weigh into. I'm always on Google if something's wrong. I'll be, mm. like, Googling and then I just get more confused. Mm. Well, and there's more in our face to compare to as well, like in terms of what we see on social media or that's popping up in the news. Um, 
yep. there's more things I guess that we're considering and possibly comparing yeah with yeah definitely I think it's just being discerning I think you know all information can be used for greatness or or not so good mm. and uh and it's trying to look at it from a logical perspective not an emotional mm. frantic perspective yep. isn't it mm. which is um which is so difficult uh we were chatting before we started recording about somebody asking me um is Hayley asking you for lots of advice and I I felt like she needs to advise me <laughs> um uh 30 odd years is a long is a long time between mm. isn't it and uh uh, and you do have incredible resource, and I think it's just not getting caught up yeah. in all of that, and uh, and somehow drawing the line about I've got this information, but and sometimes we can read it and it can be great, and other times it's like no 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 I need to chat this through mm. with somebody. We still need absolute community, mm. um, and we never want Google um, <laughs> to replace um, that, 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 um, element of it. And even for somebody to say to you, oh my goodness, I know how you feel that that was the same experience. You'll get through this. It's that encouragement, isn't it? And I think I feel that, that I can encourage, but from a knowledge base, it's like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I guess, I guess as nanas, we don't have the right equipment either in terms of feeding. Um, if you, if you are breastfeeding and, uh, um, and all of that. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm learning all over again um, every day when there's ah. there's something else going on. Ah. Yes, there you go. <laughs> well, we're going to ask you the questions that we ask everyone at the end as well. And I know this was a little while ago, but looking back at your motherhood journey, what advice would you give yourself as a new mum? Well, it is very difficult to remember, as you, <laughs> as you just uh, remembered. I think just go with the flow and knowing that, that whatever season you're in, whether it be 24 hours without sleep or even mm -hmm. a week where it's been highly stressful, that this um, too shall pass. Mm, yeah. Because when you're in the thick of it, you think, oh, my goodness, how am I ever going to get through this? Mm -hmm. And uh, we were on church camp a few years ago and we are in the dining room and there was there was a young child, at, there was multiple young children, but there was at least one crying over something the whole time <laughs> we are in the dining room. And I said to Hayley, do you know, I don't remember you guys being like this. Mm. And I said, I'm sure you were, but it's almost like there's this wand that comes over <laughs> us and takes away the stressful memory of it. And your friend Kate turned to me in absolute disbelief, who's got three <laughs> beautiful little girls, and said, you're kidding, that you can't remember this. <laughs> and, um, and I thought, how interesting is how our brains work. So I think just trying to go with the flow and you know that there's a saying it's like will this matter in in five weeks five months five years well no it won't mm -hmm. and um and if you can do that and then seek perspective from other people who are just you know they focus on the majors not the minors mm -hmm. and um and that certainly supports you in your capacity to keep going another day yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah um i would say to to um, remember you're not going to be perfect as a mm. mum um, no one's perfect as a mum but you are their mum um, and just yeah relax don't get too stressed about as Beth was saying you know remember it's a season you're going to get out of it they're going to have different issues the next <laughs> yeah. season you know but yeah you'll get over it 
and enjoy. <laughs> I do I do remember Andrea thinking, okay, I think I've got this sorted out. And then they would change into the next <laughs> exactly. the next what do you yes. call it, Hayley? The 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 leap. Yeah. Like we didn't have that expression. <laughs> the the leap. And it's like, okay, okay, I've got this, I've got this the burping or the yeah. whatever, the sleeping through the night and it's all the teething. Yeah. And it's like, oh my goodness. And then you have a second and a third child yeah. and you think that's okay. I've, I've done this before, and they're a different yes. temperament. They're oh, a different yes. child, Definitely. and uh, and it's yeah. like, oh, here we go again. Well, I've just realised that I've forgotten what mm. newborn days are like. I'm like, yeah. I now know what a two-year-old is like. But yeah. I asked the midwife last week, how long is he meant to be awake for when he wakes <laughs> up? She's like, it's up to him. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> you so easily move into that next yeah. season, and, and that's don't need that last span. season. Yeah. Yes, and that's how quickly that's happened. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it all changes. It does. So, how have you been connecting to God in this last year and in your current season of motherhood, <laughs> or, in, or grandmotherhood, however you <laughs> want to put it? Well, um, this last year has been difficult. <laughs> it has been, very but it's difficult. also been good in that I think our life has been paired back to the basics, mm-hmm. you know, because we've been locked into our homes, but and yeah. It, it was um, a good year for me to remember that God is in control. Mm-hmm. Um, at the start, um, it felt like everything was spinning out of control. Mm-hmm. And just to have that reminder that um, God hasn't looked away and that suddenly something's happened. He knew that this was coming and he is in control, mm-hmm. you know. So it was just a really good reminder for me to remember that um, regardless of how hard it was going to get or you know, how scary it was getting that he's still in control. Mm. So, yep. How and, true is yeah. that? Yeah. And I've been praying a lot for my grandkids too in this season because, you know, our life, our Christian life does seem to be a bit more scary with the issues that we all have to deal with, been made to deal with and um, all that we have to... Uh, shore up what we believe in mm-hmm. um, and what the Bible says and about issues and, and topics. Um, so just praying a lot for my grandkids that they will have a real solid um, foundation in the Bible and in God and their own faith, grow to have their mm. own faith. Yeah. yeah. Very important, isn't it? Um one of the things that I struggle with with is a routine in in this regard, and I found that the U Bible ha- um, has app has just been fantastic the in U that version. regard. The U version. Just if anyone at all <laughs> was looking up that, where's the U Bible? <laughs> do you do me? Um, and they just do a five-minute devotional every day um, that's on a particular chapter, somebody talking about that chapter, somebody unpacking that chapter, uh, or sorry, verse, and uh, and then there's a prayer at the end. And I just find that if, if I do that first thing in the morning, that sets the time for the day and that then that leads into other prayer. And even just the basic prayer of just praying for the blood of Jesus to be over Haley and to be over Ben and to be over Parker and over Will and then my other my other sons and my husband. Um, even if it's as little as that, 
at least I feel that the blood of Jesus is protecting them and our family as a whole. And uh, um, and so that's been, been uh, really good um, for me. What is something that you've been listening to or reading that you've been encouraged by lately? So I've read a couple, I, I read all the time. And uh, a book that I read um, a few months ago was called Keep Your Love On by Danny Silks. And he's a pastor that wrote this book and really practical, really good guide uh, to having relationships, not just with your spouse, but with your children um, and with other people in your life. And I think I bought you a copy of it, Hayley. Yes, you did. I think my sister-in-law may have it. Oh, there, there you go. Like I was so impacted by it mm. in the sense that I need to buy one of these for each of my kids. Mm. And another book that I'm currently reading right now is called Atomic Habits. And in this book, he talks about how it's not our motivation that gets us to do things. It's our systems and our processes that we have in place at home, in our work environment, you know, in, in all of those things. And I'm reading it for a second time and uh, and I just love it. Every chapter um, unpacks a little bit more about um, how well we've done things up until this point. Um, and I reflect, yes, I've done that, I've done that. And then the reverse of that is, oh, yes, that's why. That's why that's going on in my world. And then working out how important it is that to me to put those different systems in place yeah. to change. So an amazing read, Atomic Habits. Very good. Um, a book that I've read recently, and we're actually doing a study on it, it's called Sensible Shoes, and it's written by uh, Sharon uh, is Brown, is it? Please <laughs> um, Sharon Brown. Thank you, Sharon mm -hmm. Brown. And uh, it's actually a novel, and it's a, a story about the spiritual journey. Um, and it's uh, four ladies in this from different um, walks of life and ages and backgrounds, and they've all gone to this spiritual retreat, which is once a week, and and the issues that they go through um, and the um, the growth that they go through and the and the things they need to deal with um, mm -hmm. to get to the point where you know they're God is able to heal things in their life and stuff and it's been yeah really good it's mm -hmm. fascinating um, it's written by a lady who runs retreats and um, but it's written as a novel so it's quite easy to read but yeah. very in depth in in all the um, the four different ladies' lives and. There's actually four books in the series, but I've only read the first one so far. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds really, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, and it just makes me want to go to some spiritual, spiritual. retreats and <laughs> <laughs> do the courses and, mm. yeah, or run a spiritual retreat if mm. I ever learn how to, but, mm. you know. I love when people write really strong, theologically encouraging books that are novels. Yeah. Because I find that 10 million times easier to read mm. and engage with. Yeah. Not everybody does, but I I always find them very helpful. Yeah, there's also a study guide for it too if you want mm. to. Do. Yeah. So our last question for the evening is: What is one of your favourite verses or scriptures? So mine is, and there are many, but uh, this is the one that I come back to frequently, and it's Psalms 119. 
verse 105 and it's your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path and uh, when I feel like I'm going off track and the world is a bit crazy out there mm -hmm. I just have to think about uh, my next steps and to follow that mm -hmm. path where the light is mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I feel encouraged that seems to ground me mm -hmm. which is cool. Um, so Isaiah 41.10 is a verse that was given to me quite a long time ago as the first one that I remember um, helped me, <laughs> the let help me. Um, so it's, uh, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. So, and I've had that given to me several times over my adult life so i like that one well thank you so much for both joining us mm. for redoing this mother's day episode um and thank you for being our mums yeah and really as amy said at the start we wouldn't be here right now without you but and obviously more than ways of just giving birth to us so thank you so much and to everyone listening we are wishing you a beautiful Mother's Day um, and we look forward to hearing how people spend it. I don't know how we're going to spend it. No, I have not even thought that far. No. <laughs> Hopefully my husband has. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> um, but enjoy your day and thank you. And until next Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> and until next time, this is our village. Thank you for joining us today on This Is Our Village. If you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to like, subscribe and review and please share it with any mums that you think might benefit from this community. This is our village, but we'd love it to be your village too.